Hi, Terry-Ann and everyone. Hello, Eloise and everyone in podcast land. How are you all doing? You can answer on your own and I'll probably hear you. <laughs> we'll hear you energetically. Oh, most 60% of them are really good. <laughs> the other person said, mm, a bit bubbly. <laughs> or even I'm hearing, yeah, I'm good, but I'm bad, but I'm good, but I'm bad. <laughs> Sending you well, all hugs, who needs one today? Yes, and it's a beautiful day here in Montreal, Canada. It's just gorgeous. It's cool, but sunny and warm in the sun. I've got my legs out in the sun listening to all the birds and looking at the greenery. It's oh. rather gorgeous. It's amazing how important weather is, eh? Yeah, it's just raining here. So. <laughs> Good old foggy England yeah, well, we have had some sun this year, but it's raining <laughs> today, <it's really> cool. <laughs> just for <a> change. <laughs> it's been so torrential downpour, it woke me up, the noise of the rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> just to give you some context for how bad it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we've, had a, the weather. <laughs> we've had some stormy nights and then it just clears up to blue skies, which is like almost perfect, right? Oh. You get a stormy night. You water everything, and then the days are like clear of clouds, and then the clouds come back in at night. So it's like, what a mm. gift! Mm. Nice, what a beautiful gift! I've got three little sparrows sitting above me here. Yeah, oh, now there are five the of them. All right, so, <laughs> so, um, Ellie's gonna take a break in a couple of weeks, and uh, I just had a break. And, you know, coming back from this break, one of the things I was considering is just how important, we've talked about it before, but that creativity comes up, you know, once you start to get a bit bored. I don't think I got bored enough, of mm. course, but the, the, the restfulness from the same old uh, day-old routine um, just that restfulness also brought up uh, more creativity. Then I was sitting back thinking, is everything I'm doing based on my childhood programming? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything I'm doing, you know, have I just been programmed to do everything that I do? And it hit me really strongly, actually. Mm. Wow. Powerful yeah. kind of kind of impact and it's it started kind of breaking apart that oh my god maybe even the whole foundation of helping people is also a program and i i i could feel it going through my nervous system that oh my god everything i do is is a program so when the creativity comes up which in tarot is what I often refer to as the most difficult element to look at. I mean, when it comes to fire, we understand that a little bit more clearly, you know, a sexual urge. Or if somebody is an artist, they understand that creative urge. But the average person doesn't always um, connect to that element 
Because we're usually thinking about love and romance and, you know, our money and uh, the job that we have or the work that we have. Or even if we're a business person and we've chosen the career, did I choose it? Or is part of it my personal essence? So when, when, you know, to talk to... When Eloise and I work, there are some particular elements that strike people in what we do. So some of the um, things we do that are very natural to me or to Eloise, which is very, very natural, uh, all of a sudden people act. They start, they could laugh or they could really enjoy themselves. And when that happens... I usually dismiss it. I don't know about you, Eloise, but I dismiss it. I just go, oh, well, that's just me being me. That's just me being myself. And that's not uh, monetizable. That's not going to benefit all the other elements I need to benefit. Like I need to pay my bills and I need to uh, really get into helping people. But one of the things I noticed after this relaxation that those moments are the ones people really, really relate to. Not just yeah. when you're you're intently in, let's say, our our intuitive sessions with body talk and with everything else that we do. Those aren't the only things that they relate to. It's the um the naturalness of who we are as human beings. And I would say that's our personal essence. Hmm. Does, does that make sense? Like that's, yeah. that's how we came into the world and then it gets programmed into doing something. So, you know, um, we both have intuition where we both can pick up on what's going on with people. But when we, when it comes out of our personal essence, the way we are naturally and what I am saying here is that I clearly noticed that what is natural to me, I dismiss as, well, that's not the real world. Oh. So, for example, somebody comes to me and I see that they're naturally an artist or they're naturally someone who can make money and build an empire and they go yeah 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 but i have to do something they call it practical but maybe it's practical in terms of what we're programmed to believe is practical versus what is practical in relationship to what is natural to us Mm. so I, i think often why do i dismiss what is natural to me as something that could be put into pragmatic use, just like an artist would paint a painting and be able to sell that painting. Oftentimes artists are have difficulty monetizing it. So of course, a practical step would be, well, I'm an artist, but now I need to monetize it. Maybe I need someone to help me monetize it. So you say, okay, if you're a painter or you're an actor, you get a manager. And they'll manage that. Then you have an accountant who manages your money because I'm not good with money, so I need someone to manage my money. And then you may need to learn a little bit about money because there are 
there are actors out there whose accountants have absconded with all their money. Yes. So, oh, sure, I, I'm not just going to say you take over my money and you have all signing privileges. I'm going to keep my signing privileges and you're going to explain to me what I'm paying out. Yeah. You know, what I'm doing with my money. I might not be good with it, but I can all, I can look and see when you're spending more than I'm earning or whether I want to keep you on as a, as an accountant, you might say, well, if I'm going to do all this for you as an accountant, this is how much I want to be paid. Well, it's pretty easy to look at. Here's what I earn. Here's what you're taking. Here's what all my bills are. The accountant shows it to you. You're writing, you're signing all the checks. Well, you know what's going into your savings. I mean, these are not uh, difficult things to understand, even if you're not good with, uh, with money. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are things that we have to learn. That's also pragmatic. I have to learn that. I have to learn that I'm not going to spend more than I earn. I need to have savings. I need to think about the future. So if we look at the sacrifice card or the hanged man card, there are certain things we have to tie up. Even if we don't like it, I don't like to learn about numbers. All right, you don't like to learn about numbers. You don't like to know about everything. Well, get somebody to put all those numbers together and make sure that you sign the check and it meets all those numbers. That's not very difficult. It gets added up on a computer. You don't even have to do addition. And you can simply look at these things, review it, and make sure that everything's running properly. So, yes, we do have to learn a few things, but we don't have to do every bit of it, just like managing a big company. The person who manages a huge company, if you've got 5,000 restaurants across North America, you're not going to be doing the accounting for all the restaurants. But as, let's say, chairman of the board, you're watching what those numbers are like, you're watching what the promotion's like, you're watching quality control. You have to learn certain things. Mm. Yeah, you have right. to know enough to oversee it. You have to know enough to oversee it. You have to know enough of what's going on. And usually we have to learn that from the bottom up. So yeah. if we go back to, right, okay, so there's the progression. Those are the things we need to to learn, though I don't have to sit around and be my constant accountant. I can have someone doing that, Yeah. depending on your business, right? So... When you look at yourself as, and, and what you're doing in life, what is it that you, you loved doing as a kid and then it got honed into a particular field and maybe that field is not the one you need to be in? maybe it's monetizable in a different way. So an artist, let's say, starts to, uh, starts to make... Uh, copies of a painting but they're actually a a really good artist well okay so now i'm making copies of a painting because naturally i was a good artist and now i'm just making copies and that's how i earn my living well maybe that was programmed into you that's all you can do but maybe now all right i have this this copying ability but maybe i produce my own paintings maybe i market those paintings and then i expand on what i'm doing So to me, it's like a little redesigning of, well, there's the programming. I'm doing something I don't completely enjoy. It It stresses me. Maybe I need to do something a little bit different. So I was kind of thinking that way, that 
oh, if I have, and I think it's sequential here. I, I don't think you can just do it while you're overwhelmed by everything you're doing in your life. What about you? Do you think you can just redesign your life while you're overwhelmed with everything and you got to catch up on bills and you better earn this amount of money per week? Do you think you can do it then? Not without pulling your hair out. <laughs> it'll, yeah. just, it'll take 10 times as long. Yeah, so you, you think the same way as I do. Yeah, and I think most people get come to that because if I tell somebody who's overwhelmed in their lives, okay, you got to redesign your life. Uh, I don't think they can do it. No, you've got to do pick one thing. Well, I think first you need a break. Yeah. You need that vacation time. But that is the hardest thing sometimes because when you're in overwhelm and you've got so much to do, there's no part of you that goes, right, I'm going to have a week off. <laughs> it's like, but I've got this and that and this and that. <laughs> We're not programmed to, to relax. Ah, so there's another piece of programming. That's really a good point, Eloise. Yeah, we have a really good point. So, so one of the things I discovered is that um, even when I pulled back, and I've done it so many times in my life, pulled back, mm -hmm. somehow everything worked out. Yeah. Now, you could say, well, I can't rely on somehow everything worked out. I agree with you. I wouldn't want to rely on that either. I wouldn't want to sit back and go, well, I'm going to just listen to this person who says somehow it, it works out. Well, what, number one, I think our programming, in that programming, there is a lot of time wasted worrying. So that exhausts us. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of time wasted doing things in a protracted way. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, 10 years ago, I would get up in the morning and worry about every single session I would do. So wow. it, it would, I would start tuning into every single one of my clients before <laughs> I even got to the moment. <laughs> You've so done all the, their sessions before you did their sessions. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, all of a sudden I did an exercise where just don't do that. Yeah, You know, stop. And when I stopped, um, I, I realized, oh, it's just a program that my brain and my mind are running to, mm -hmm. to make me do all of this and spend so much time. So then I, I cut all that out. And when mm -hmm. I did... Uh, this was a very, it was a Tuesday. I remember it was a Tuesday about <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't know why it was a Tuesday, but I was sitting Tuesday afternoon. It was about two o'clock and I'm looking around and I'm saying, how come I have nothing to do? Why? I'm always working till 8 p.m. at night. Why is there nothing to do? And I was looking around. I said, I must be missing something. <laughs> I must have missed. It. Isn't there some accounting I need to do? Isn't there some invoicing I need to do? Isn't there sessions I've missed? What is going on? Emails, whatever it is. And uh, I sat back and I went, no, you did everything. Oh, so if <laughs> I look retroactively, everything I was doing was in a much shorter period of time. And I stopped using up my time, worrying about what I was going to do, spending so much time in my head that I didn't even 
do the accounting in two minutes, which is usually when you sit down, it takes two seconds to enter an invoice or, you know, a bill in your spreadsheet. It takes two seconds. But if you're thinking about it and worrying about it, it takes hours until you do it. Yeah. Uh, so once that stopped, we could talk about another day, you know, what is, what is a way to begin. And one of the things that I say to begin with is just the moment your mind does this, you just command stop. And yeah. the moment you stop, it's like, okay, what am I doing now? And the future has nothing to do with now. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, you're not doing that session now. You're going to do it when the session comes up. You're not going to do it before. Uh, oh, okay. So then I stopped. And then I had more time to exercise or I had more time to uh, make my bed and, you know, arrange my house the way I like it in the morning. You know, whatever got mm -hmm. messed up the night before that I didn't have an opportunity to clear. I cleaned that. My body got to move. I got to to uh, spend a little maybe read a page of a book. Maybe answer a friend. It's like, oh, I'd love to answer this friend, but I don't have time because I have 50 emails and I'm worried about what I'm going to say in the emails, mm. you know, before I even read the email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you I don't know. You see a text come in and you're like, oh, I think it said that, just from the first couple of words or whatever you see. And then your brain extrapolates. <laughs> yeah, and then you go, oh, I don't want to answer it now. And then it preys yeah. on your mind. And it's like, and why are you even reading you... it to begin with? I know, Where? and then in the morning when you finally go, right, I'm ready, I'm going to read that email. It's nothing like what you thought it was going to say. Nothing like what you <laughs> thought it was going to say. Yeah, so those are those are huge things that take up time. So yeah. if, if you say, well, somehow it happens, well, yes, somehow, but you begin to see the programming and you're able to use your will. You have to use your will. If you have no will, yeah. it's not going to work. But if you use your will to say, stop, Right, Just stop. And then you stop and you do the thing that you're doing. Everything shortens. Everything yeah. that you need to do in the day shortens. It gets done when it gets done. You have so much more free time. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, look at that. The breath you just took. Right. So, uh, you know, don't, you know, now with telephones, uh, our lives are quite difficult because we're always, um, we're always on these things and imagine how much time it's taking from your life when it's like, just don't read it. Yeah. And so, so the minute my hand goes to read the phone, if I wake up at 4am, <laughs> you know, uh, I'll grab the phone and yeah. I just, now I just say stop and yeah. I put it down. I just put it down. You don't need to read any of it. Yeah. It's, it's literally an addiction. We get a dopamine hit. Yeah. And yet, and yet, a lot of it is I don't want to answer that in the end, <laughs> or I don't want to deal with it. But you're getting yeah. a dopamine hit. It's a dopamine because... hit, but fight and flight at the same time. <laughs> exactly, right? Because somebody's right. answered you, or yeah, all of it's happening at the same time. Yeah. So you just say stop and don't do it because the the addiction is there. We know it's highly addictive. Uh, the phone and being answered and, you know, going back and forth, but then it becomes extremely stressful. So it's like, just stop. This yeah. is not the time to answer it. I love it when I've lost my phone. <laughs> so I'm like, that means for the last couple of hours, I haven't looked at it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Well, you know, so many people get, get like, why don't you answer your phone? 
It's like, well, I've got to answer emails. I've got to look at WhatsApp. I've got to look at messages. I don't, I don't look at Facebook. Um, I, I, I just, it's just too many avenues to get in contact with me. So yeah. if you're going to start to take my time by calling me, which, which was a huge, big, big deal. In, yeah. in the old days when you had just the phone to communicate with. And I was, I was my own secretary. I had secretary, which, you know, just filtered all the calls. But when I was my own secretary, yeah. you know, they'd get me on the phone and they'd say, well, I have this, I have that. You know, they're just talking to someone they've never met before, but they're telling you, you know, what's going on in their genitals and what's going on in their body. It's like, well, this is private information. Why are you just giving it over the phone? <laughs> you start talking to them about it and the session begins and you never get paid and you've been on yeah. for an hour explaining things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, it's, people love to talk, which is great, but you know, like even if someone says, "Oh, can I just have a quick chat?" That still takes at least half an hour. At least, and if you're as verbose as I am, you know, it just goes on and on because I have fun talking. Yeah. But but the resultant you. effect of my talking is that I don't get paid, and I've used up all my yeah. energy. Now I've got to go. But I just worked for an hour. Even though it's pleasant and it's nice, yeah. I've still worked for an hour and I've given away something that I shouldn't be giving away. Yeah. So, so you know, once I had um, voicemail, that changed a lot of things, right? Yeah, exactly. And then not having to, to take calls. Now I have to literally tell people I don't take calls. Yeah. I just don't. You know, it's, it's great having calls, but I've had so many times I've ended up having hour-long conversations with people who are like oh, i really want to come on your course or whatever but i want to talk it over and then they never come yeah because usually when you've given it away we know <laughs> that uh, we know that people just dismiss it after yeah. whereas if you give them some work to do yeah. well you know if you want to know about tarot well okay you want to know about tarot we've got how many podcasts uh, this 40. is 150. We've got 150 podcasts with tons of information. All you have to do is click on the link and you've got information coming out the yin yang. Mm. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I started with redesigning our lives, but I'm sure you can extrapolate that redesigning our lives is looking at all the ways we've bought into a programming, even our own self created programming that tells us we have to do it this way and we don't realize that once you make one change you begin to see how much more space you have and when you have more space you're able to start seeing uh, that oh yes I am programmed and I've programmed mm -hmm. myself I've been programmed since childhood and I can break that programming just by using my will to make a command mm -hmm. which is stop you don't have to explain yeah. it. You don't have to just stop. This is not happening now. The, let's say a session isn't happening now. Or um, will I catch the... Well, what does that have to do with anything in the moment? If you still haven't brushed your teeth, teeth and you have to brush your teeth, who cares whether you'll catch the bus or not? Whether you catch yeah. the bus or not is not going to make any difference. 
what are you going to do? Stop and read your tarot cards, which wastes a few more minutes, whether you can catch the bus or not. You got to brush your teeth. You got to shower. You got to clean your armpits. <laughs> You're going to do it whether you woke up late or not. <laughs> the, the future is going to unfold as it unfolds. Whether you're late or not is already pre uh, is already being determined with every moment and you can't stop things. Then you might say, well, I could speed up. Well, if you'd stop thinking about it, you would have already done everything. Yeah. If you stop thinking about what you're going to do and you're just doing what you're doing, then you're going to uh, have more space and time. It's amazing how much the mind takes up space. So that goes back to what I'm saying. You need a break yeah. in your life. Even if you think it's, it's costly or it's whatever, you need a break to be able to re reset and come back and look at what you've been worried about. Because oftentimes I say, okay, I'll take a break. Uh, when I used to, when, you know, we were flying around the world, which yeah. is stopped with COVID, you know, teaching, you know, sometimes you say, oh, I'll take a, I'll take a couple of days off after the class. I'm not good anyway after class. I can't do anything. I'll take a little break. That never happens. Um, and then, then I would come back and go, why didn't I take more? Yeah. I'm still not functioning. Yeah. You know, and would I be functioning? No, I could have taken a couple of more days. But you only re realize it in the aftermath. So obviously we have to try something before we can say it works or it doesn't work. So yeah. saying stop to yourself and saying, okay, does, is, that, is that giving me more space and time for that creative energy to come to the surface so you can actually break your programming? Anyway, this is a really long topic that we could go on with, but I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's come full circle. And we could just stop it there and and uh and then we can see what comes up from everyone at that point. Yeah. Sounds right. good, Eloise? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Good plan. good plan. Well, let's see if people can try it out and and see what stopping. Just say stop. Um, especially when it comes to your mind's activity. Stop. Oh, yeah. And just, just be stop. present to drinking your coffee. Stop. It's just be present to whether you're taking your vitamins or taking your shower. The thinking just takes up so much time and energy and exhausts us. Yeah. When it's, it's all going to happen. Thinking about it. It's all going to unfold <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about what I have to do today. Why? <laughs> just do anyway, it. <laughs> you're going to do it anyway. You don't have to think about it. You don't need a I'm day of thinking to, about what you're going to do during the day I'm before you start your day. It, you can, yeah, sorry. you can exercise. You can drink coffee. You can have your water. You can do a stretch. You can, yeah. no matter what condition you're in. It's like you're reminding me, like whenever I go and if I'm going to see my parent, it's like my mom's like, "What do you want to eat?" Like in three months' time on a no idea like but her mind will worry about that until i arrive if i don't tell her yeah what do you want to eat in three months time what do you want to eat next week what do you yeah, want to eat when you you get off the plane it's like what? what i don't know what i want to eat i don't know what my body will want in that moment <laughs> i said oh, like but we can we can spend months worrying or planning something that's years away and it's a waste of energy and time it's exhausting 
the more you you're, just goes and, around in circles. And you're getting me to think, what do you want to eat? And in that moment, you think, I'd like to eat a salmon salad. And then you get there and you go, oh, I really don't want that. And they go, but you said you wanted to eat it. <laughs> like, okay, I did. But now the idea of salmon in my body is just yeah. grossing me out. That in that moment, yeah, I did want salmon. But now I just don't. Well, that was five weeks ago on a Tuesday. <laughs> That's so funny because my, my husband asks every morning, what should I make tonight? Because he loves to cook and I don't really, I don't eat his food. So he's yeah. basically talking to himself. himself but what right. should I make tonight? You should ask yourself, what do I feel like eating? Yeah. You know, and maybe you'll feel like it later or not, but it's like maybe you should just write it all down and alternate between the 10 things you like to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much easier symptoms. <laughs> oh. Every day anyway. we go through the same thing. Every day. <laughs> what should I make tonight? I'm like, I don't know what you want to eat. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I don't know. What you're and not only that, I. I have no idea. Just make something. Who cares? And if you don't like it, then that's what it is. That's it. Yeah. It's like school dinners. That's all you're getting. That's that's the only option today. That's all you're getting. Like, how can you control for the future? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, my love. Thank right. you so much. Uh, love you and love everybody out there. Yeah. And we'll we catch forward. up with you all next week. Yes. Have a great day. Yeah, bye. Bye.